Hey guys, welcome to day 8 of Bible in 6. Today we are reading Job 28 to 33. So far it has been a difficult dialogue and if you have made it this far, congratulations. If you are struggling, do not fret. Um, this is why we are doing a podcast, to help you understand what we're going through. So, so far in Job, there has been a dialogue back and forth between Job and his friends. They're arguing. Job feels like he is in circumstance which he does not deserve. And his friends, who are not the most comforting but bring some wisdom to the table, say, you know, maybe you are sinful and you need to check yourself in the mirror before, you know, complaining too much. You know, what have you done to deserve what you've gotten? Job... <coughs> ends this debate in chapter 28, where I want to pause for a second and read. Chapter 28, verses 23 to 28. Job, speaking on wisdom, says, God understands the way to it, and he knows its place. For he looks to the ends of the earth and sees everything under the heavens. When he gave to the wind its weight and appointed the waters by measure, when he made a decree for the rain and a way for the lightning of the thunder, then he saw it and declared it. He established it and searched it out. And he said to man, Behold, the fear of the Lord that is wisdom, and to turn away from evil is understanding. Job here is saying that in the Lord is wisdom. You know, you, we find peace, comfort, and wisdom in times of need in fearing the Lord and nothing else. And that's Job's comfort at this point, you know. He feels clueless. He feels lost. His last line of defense is the Lord, the fear of the Lord. Uh, in chapter 29, Job kind of reminisces on his days of old, his past life, where it seems he was revered as a wise man. Um, the Lord looked favorably on him, and so did a lot of his family and his friends. Uh, and then in chapter 30, he contrasts. He contrasts his current life to his past life. He says, now they laugh at me. Um, they pity me. They pass by me. I have become an object of their song. Job almost is taking pity on himself. He, he has now become a laughingstock of the town around him, and he's lost everything. Um, in chapter 31, Job begins an appeal to God, and this is maybe where he begins to make some mistakes and throughout the book elsewhere as well. But, but this, in my mind, is kind of where it starts for Job. Uh, he is so confident in his life and his righteousness that he begins an appeal to God and he, he asks God very straight up to receive what he has given to God. Um, and he says, like, for example, if I have lusted, let me lose my wife. Uh, he goes back to this principle that I've spoken about a few times here the eye for an eye. He says, you know, whatever sins I have committed, do back to me. And so then here enters a new man named Elihu, um, who is angry at Job's friends, but also interestingly angry at Job. Um, and we will discuss this kind of later on and as well in chapter 33, but mostly tomorrow as we finish Job. Um, Elihu has a lot of wisdom, which he's been bursting to share with Job. Um, he feels that Job has not been treated justly by his friends, but also by himself. He's been almost taking too much pity on himself at this point. 
so in verse 8 to 18 he kind of explains his gripe with job he he says like you know you have been justifying yourself you have been finding righteousness in your own acts and you know you say you find wisdom in god which is great and job has been doing it but also there's the human side of it to job where he's still justifying his life and his circumstance by earthly standards and not resting completely in god and god's will that you know god doesn't always do things that we can understand or acknowledge but that god's will works outside of our own and this will bleed into tomorrow as we finish job so i'll leave the discussion there um thank you so much for listening in today and for joining along with us Uh, See you guys tomorrow as we finish Job.